0: This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our host and our guest is one thing, it's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. road.
1: We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get a Load of This. This is Cameron, your host. And today with us, I've got uh, additional host, Thomas Comstock. What up, Thomas? Hey, everybody. How you doing? What up, what up? And then uh, I'm very excited. We got a special guest, Mark Manera, with us today. Um, I think his mission that he's been doing, he's been blowing up across social media. He's been getting involved in the trucking industry. I've seen him doing great things over the last couple of years. So this is one that you guys definitely want to tune into. I think it's a big problem in the trucking industry. Not even isolated to that really many industries, but he's he came up with a solution that you have no excuses. And so I'll let him introduce himself. Um, but before we do that, hmm. Mark, and if you watched the last podcast or a few before that and listened, uh, what we try to do is figure out since we're surrounding the trucking industry, what would your CB handle name be? Oh man.
2: Oh, put me on the spot here. I was listening to the podcast the other day and I was like, oh, I hope they change the question every day. (laughs) Uh, um, I'm trying to think maybe something, you know, I don't want to go like the, uh, you know, what everyone would think like something about like fitness or something. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hate to be the guy to say, uh, the other guy kind of got out of it by saying, "You guys got to give me one, right? You don't earn your <laughs> own nickname. You got to earn a nickname. You don't. You don't make your own nickname, right?" Uh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I, I think I don't it's. Know. I think
0: it's well played there. <laughs> um, maybe we'll, we'll see what comes up through this uh, podcast, and we'll see what yes, you can name we'll yourself. We'll let it. <laughs> we'll let it. We'll let it come in. Uh, anyways, Mark, take a minute. Introduce yourself. First, let's tell folks what you do. Um, You know, for those that don't know, Mark is basically into fitness and he has a technology based app that is a great solution for truckers um, on the road, at home, really any time of day. I I love it. I was following it. I was checking it out. It's something we offer to our clients. I I I think it's great. So take a minute, introduce yourself and let the listeners know what you do.
2: Yeah, first off, you know, I wanted to say, Cameron Thomas, thank you so much for having me on. Um, so, my name is Mark Manera, like you said. I'm the, you know, founder and CEO of the Trucking Fitness Company. And, uh, you know, we help truck drivers, owner operators, trucking companies from a corporate wellness standpoint, you know, really exercise consistently on the road. Live a healthier life, and you know our ultimate goal is just to help truck drivers, you know, stay behind the wheel longer and retire on their own terms. Um, and we do that through our app-based platform, um, right on the driver's phone. And you know, just like you said, Cameron, it's all about you know trying to you know I think when it comes to health and wellness, you know, a lot of people think it's all or nothing, and it has to be this complete 180 flip. Yep, right, and it's so easy to fall into it. And it's, you know, you, it's kind of like a punishment of I'm doing this terrible thing. I'm on this end of the spectrum. So the only way for me to get out of it is to completely flip to the opposite side, live this super restrictive life, you know, stay six feet away from every carb you see. And, you know, it's just, it's unrealistic. And when you put it in the constraints of the lifestyle that a truck driver lives, it's not realistic. So, you know, I have a background in the physical therapy field. I'm actually four months away from graduating uh, with my doctorate degree in physical therapy. And I actually got started working with truck drivers on the rehab side of things in the PT clinic. And I really saw firsthand the struggles that they go through. And on the same token, you know, I don't know if either of you have been to physical therapy, but you get to know the patient a little bit better than if you go to the doctor, you're in and out in five minutes, right? So I got to have great conversations with the drivers. And I got to see how good trucking has been for a career for them. But I really got to see also, you know, the struggles that they dealt with when it came to, you know, you ask the question, Hey, how often do you exercise? And they look at you and like, "Ah, we don't do that. We're truckers. Right. Or (laughs) you, you say, Hey, can you eat, you know, what are you eating out there on the road? And it's, you know, McDonald's fast food, truck stop food. And, you know, I just really saw the struggles and the, I guess, accumulation that that lifestyle has when you add 30, 40 years of doing that has on the person as a whole. And we're not even talking about, we're not even talking about just the obesity standpoint or just the diabetes standpoint, but just, you know, the overall effect that that person has that, you know, has on that person's health. And also, you know, these people, these, you know, men and women sacrifice so much of their you know, adult life on the road, especially if they're over the road. And if they don't, you know, make health a priority, they don't get to enjoy the fruits of their labor after they graduate or you know, graduate after they, after they retire. Right. And so, you know, I really came into this saying, okay, if I'm going to make a huge impact on this, number one, I have to build something that smacks the drivers right in the face that says, Hey, this was built for me. This fits into my lifestyle. This is not like a, oh man, 30 day challenge. I got to hit the gym every day. Like, okay, it has to be realistic. And then number two, I kind of looked at the, you know, I looked at the industry as a whole and I said, wow, you know, driver's health is not only affecting the driver, it's really affecting everyone in the industry. And if we can get everyone behind it and, and we can make an impact on the driver's health, everyone wins from the, you know, from the, truck drivers, to the companies, to the insurance companies. And you guys know all that. And we've had a conversation, Cameron, about that too, you know? So what I'm you right now focusing on is using the companies as, you know, a vehicle to really uh, push our mission and get to yep. the drivers and in the same time show the companies that offering a program like this not only helps, you know, in the long run with work comp claims, health insurance costs, but also shows your drivers, hey, hey, we're thinking about you more than just you getting from point A to point B. And right. you're more than just a line on the Excel sheet. So well, that was a every, long-winded rain. No, but yeah, that's, I, that's, I that's, that's what we're doing.
0: Nope. And it's good. I think it gives insight into what you do. And it clearly defines that. And if people don't or haven't seen you on social media, which would be crazy to me, but if they don't have LinkedIn or for whatever reason aren't following podcasts, then I guess they might not know. Uh, And you talked about everybody wins. I think one um, segment you didn't mention would be the public because a clear, focused driver, alert driver, better in shape, you know, like you're talking about for mental and everything else. I mean, the public's safer at the end of the day, right?
2: I I completely agree. And, you know, I think I, um, so I have a little bit of a different insight from, you know, a year ago, Well, a little bit over a year ago, I had no I didn't I wasn't in transportation. I didn't know anyone in the trucking industry and I kind of shotgun myself into this with the inspiration of working with the drivers in the clinic and you know coming from that outside perspective, you know, I I understood what society and like our culture as a whole, you know, honestly thought of truck drivers. And yep. it's not something that, you know, me sitting here in grad school as, you know, mid 20s is something that a lot of my peers are like, yeah, I'm going to grow up and I you know, strive to be a truck driver. And it's unfortunate to me. And I think that's one of the, you know, the identity of a truck driver is one of really the reasons why, you know, a lot of the conversations in the industry is, hey, we have a driver shortage, we have a shortage of qualified drivers. And so, you know, I think that one of those pieces of pie, I don't think it's the whole solution, but I think one of the solution is, hey, let's help drivers live a better quality of life out on the road, and also healthier people as a whole you know are our society says hey that's something i want to thrive strive for right and um yeah so and i think you can kind of even go even more of a further birds eye view away and say you know unhealthy drivers are more inefficient and inefficient drivers take longer to move freight Freight takes longer to get there. All of a sudden, my frosted mini wheats are instead of $3 a box, $4 a box because it costs more to get them to Walmart, right? And, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that are in the middle of there, but that's kind of some of the motivation behind me of saying, hey, I want to do my part. And our mission is to help create a healthier, happier, more efficient truck driver,
0: I love it. Well, and our mission here on Get a Load of This really is to be the number one trucking podcast and bringing value to the trucking industry, to truck drivers, to aspiring truck drivers, entrepreneurs. Um, and I admire you for taking an entrepreneurial route and you know coming up with this app and finding a void creating a solution and filling it. Now, I didn't think we would meet, Thomas, you'll agree with this, uh, many people that when you introduce yourself to, let's say, a prospect or somebody you're wanting to help and work with, uh, a bigger turnoff than, hey, we sell insurance. (laughs) People hate that. How is your your reception when you come in and say, hey, I want to help get you healthy and have you work out? Because like you said, it's all in, 100% in or out. So...
2: Yeah, you know, so our our thing has been this, you know, I think you probably can think, but how long have you guys, have you been in owning or part of the insurance game? How long have you been in here?
0: Oh, four, 15 years.
2: Okay, so think back 15 years ago when you were just getting in this, and the amount of uh, mistakes slash misdirections you went in, how you target your service, I went through that, that was this past uh, the first six months of what we were doing. And, you know, I think what I was trying to do before was, Hey, your, your fleet size is X, you know, a thousand drivers. Here's the cost. And when I would go to trucking companies, you know, all of a sudden when you come up and you say, Oh, it's going to be X dollars for a wellness program, they get shields up. They don't want to talk to you because they're like, are my drivers even going to use this? Do I really have to, you know, is this gonna help my company at all? So, you know, when I was thinking about this from a, you know, going to the company standpoint, it was how can I create a win-win situation for the trucking companies? And so we've pivoted and it's been really, it's been great to um, see the companies, uh, just I guess the reaction companies have because what we do is we actually partner with trucking companies. It's 100% free to the trucking company. And we offer our program as a payroll deduction benefit to their drivers. Awesome. And what what that does with the uh, with you know the relationship with the company is the company can say, hey, what are they comfortable with paying? Are the com- are they comfortable with saying any driver who is interested in this wellness program, hey, they'll reimburse or they'll cover the cost. Maybe some say, hey, we'll go 50-50 with you, or maybe some say, hey, we'll give you a great discount because when we have a corporate partnership. You know our programs if a driver goes signs up on our website it's 2499 but we give a you know 40% discount to the company drivers of a company that partners with us so that i think that we've seen just a a, a change of attitude a change of you know openness from the company standpoint of saying oh okay okay it's completely free for us this is great we can offer this it, we don't have any skin in the game well hey I'm okay. Any driver who's interested, perfect. We'll pay for them. It's okay. And what I've seen is, you know, if you got a group of a thousand drivers, not, unfortunately, not all a thousand drivers are going to be jumping out of their truck seat for a wellness program, but you have a portion of drivers. And I think that companies need to, what, what I've been, you know, the first six months I was doing was I was trying to convince the, you know 70 60% whatever that number is that don't don't aren't interested in a wellness program to come on and this mindset shift in the pivot has been hey let's put all of our focus on the drivers that ha- want the solution want to make a change just haven't had the resources and guidance put in front of them and let's really get those people on our team and start building you know this uh, this army to go to war, right, against the health, driver's health problem in the industry. Um, And what we've seen from there is, you know, drivers talk to other drivers, and once you kind of get that part of your culture in the, you know, in your company, more drivers are like, hey, this is interesting, let me try it out. Um, So that's kind of the pivot we've made, and it's been really awesome to see some of the companies. Uh, open up and say, hey, this is a void that we haven't been able to fill, but this is a perfect solution to it.
0: I think that's great. You're taking a tribal approach. So if you get Mm -hmm. all the people in the tribe, it'll expand and it'll be contagious. And I think deep down, really, I mean, I know myself for sure, you have a desire to be better. You want to be in better shape. You want to have more stamina, like all the benefits that come with a healthy lifestyle eating better, working out, getting the blood moving, getting your brain going. And I think that, you know, initially you might get some pushback and that's your brain, you know, that you need to tell to shut the F up and (laughs) say, hey, quit being a little B and like, let's get this thing going. But you bring awesome solutions to that because uh, in one of the recent things I watched for you, it's like, hey, if you just have five minutes, you know, here's something you can do for five minutes just to get your blood moving. If it, Even if it's just air squats or something outside the truck or even inside the truck, what are a few of those quick hit activities that you think are beneficial, especially for someone that sits all day, which sitting could be an Olympic sport, but it's not the right kind of Olympic sport, right? Mm-hmm. I know that you know that, Mark, and it's terrible for everything. And me working somewhat in a desk job, I, I hate to admit, I actually got a whole standing desk and I've been standing um for quite a while now, I got rid of the chair and it's, it's great. It it does so much better for you.
2: Yeah. You know, and and I think this kind of goes back to the whole building something that smacks the drivers in the face, right. And says, this was built for me. And, you know, you've got a group and I I put Canada and the U S together. So you've got North America, a group of 4 million drivers who as a whole, 85% are overweight. One in seven have diabetes. And, you know, as a group, if you're a truck driver, your life expectancy is 16 years less than the average population. Yeah, and it's like okay, so this is obviously an individual, you know, there needs to be some individual changes and some individual like hey, I'm, you know, I am putting the pressure on myself to make a change, but if you have those type of statistics, there's obviously an industry problem or some type of cultural mindset problem, and so When I looked at that and I said, Hey, okay, I need to give drivers the easiest entry point into some type of exercise into eating healthy. And so what we've done is we put the, we've got our app right on the driver's phone. We send daily messages to them at certain times that, Hey, you know, a lot of drivers get off at this time, or a lot of drivers are up before they, you know, they've got their break at this time. We send them a push notification right to their phone and say, Hey, Get some movement done, you know, go on a walk, get your exercise in, check out the, you know, restaurant guides, trying to say, hey, you know, when we get to the the day goes by fast. Right. And it's easy to forget about that stuff. So we really try to get it in their head and, you know, something that they're thinking about in the forefront of their mind. But right there, you know, when the driver signs up, they have the ability to customize the program based off of, you know, their current health and fitness level but also where they want to exercise. So we give all the drivers a resistance band. That's the only equipment they need. So there's no gym or special equipment these drivers need to buy. They get our membership and they've got everything. Then they decide if they want to work out in their truck, you know, right outside of their truck or even at home for the local drivers or we've got some drivers who are, you know, have extended home time and they're like, hey, switch me to the at-home workout so they can keep that going. So, you know, We really have tried to build something that regardless of what type of truck driving you do or trucking you do, right? We've got team drivers who are doing the inside the truck workout when their uh, team member is driving. You know, we've got other drivers who are over the road. When they get done, they go outside, get some fresh air and, you know, just get their workout done. And so those workouts are 20 to 30 minutes long. They can fit into their break. And the other aspect that we have is every single day we give the drivers an exercise of the day that takes less than five minutes. It's something that, you know, you're pumping gas. You have a second, you know, you're waiting for the customer to, you know, drop and hook, whatever, whatever's happening, right? You can get outside, do a cup, get some blood flowing, do one exercise, and it just keeps the habit going. And it kind of instills into your daily routine that you've got some movement. That's and dope. Yeah, thank you. And you know, I really try to take an approach of I think there's a lot of aspects to the trucking lifestyle that drivers can't control. And I think it's really easy for truck drivers to get down on themselves because hey, I can't control this, you know, screw this. I, you know, I'm everyone else at the truck stops, you know, overweight or doesn't do anything. I'm just going to fall into that. And what I'm trying to do is shift the mindset set to say, "Hey, Let's not focus on the things you can't control. Let's put all the focus on what you can control. So that comes into play a lot with the nutrition aspect of, hey, you might not be able to control that. You can only eat at McDonald's or you can only eat at the truck stop. But let's you know give these guys restaurant guides, a guide to helping you build healthy meals at a truck stop. And let's you know control what you choose at that restaurant or right. what you choose at the truck stop. And thinking about, hey, it doesn't have to be, you know, you're not, you're not striving to be Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. You're striving to be 1% better than you were yesterday. Yeah. And just building up from there versus, you know, having this mindset of I have to completely flip all of my bad habits because yeah. I'm sitting here myself and I ate – I've ate three desserts in the last 24 hours and I'm not saying I'm the healthiest person in the world but it's okay. And I'm going to just, hey, what can I do? I can control what I eat next meal. I can control that this afternoon. Maybe I'll get a workout in, right? Um, And that's kind of the mindset I'm trying to get into these drivers.
0: Well, and I want to point that out too. I think that's a great nugget, especially uh, one playing sports my whole life and then owning a business, two kids, took a dip, got out of shape. And now on my journey back, getting back in shape. Um, If I was a truck driver on your program, I'd only do curls just because (laughs) – that, that's the only exercise there really is right but um, besides that though it's okay to let yourself l- slack a little bit or hey I'm going to maybe have a second dessert knowing that hey I can choose and control what happens after this and I know it's okay to get off track and come right back and it's probably good for you mentally too I think if you're so strict like you said 100% all in that's not healthy and it's not sustainable and I mean, eventually you run out of steam. And that's what happened to me. I and mean, when I went through that journey where you count everything, everything's calculated, I'm doing my macros, I'm working out every day. It's like high intensity hits, all this stuff. And then at a certain point, my mind was like, nope, you're not doing this anymore. Let's go get beer and eat some nachos and like bounce back. And um, for a while, I kind of yo-yoed that. And then eventually I let my mind kind of be like, okay, you're way too busy. And then I kind of just kind of fell out and got out of shape. And it's a terrible feeling because the further away you get from it, you actually end up being depressed and stuff like that. And I think that's a big problem with truck driving is it's a very lonely job. You're on the road by yourself. You're away from your family. Um, It's thankless. Like you said, the public, I don't think has a great perception of it. COVID highlighted a little bit of it because, hey, let's celebrate the truckers now and they're getting us our supplies and goods while we're at home and we can't leave because you know this pandemic, so I think it shined a little bit of light there. But really, they're not—they don't get the praise they deserve for sure. So,
2: yeah, you know, and, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. And I kind of like the acronym of—you know—your health and wellness is very similar to starting a business, right? The people who show up consistently on a daily basis and just—you know—put a little bit of—you know—put one brick down. 20 years down the road, those people are, are doing really, really well, right? And they, mm-hmm. they've been putting one or two bricks down every single day. The people who go and get all this motivation and sprint as hard as possible for 30 days. 20 years they're on their you know 40th sprint and haven't really gone anywhere right yeah and i look at that that's kind of how i look at fitness challenges too of like hey yeah they can be a great start or they can be you know for some people they are really motivational and they all do really get that spark going but for the most part i think um People just need to, you know, I like the I like the phrase Rome wasn't built in a day, but they sure as hell were putting a brick down every single day. Right. Yeah. And and that's the mindset that I I try to take to, you know, building this business, getting into the industry, but also to driver's health and wellness.
0: And you're not going to see results in a day. It takes a a pyramid of bricks to get you where you want. And you got to keep them motivated. Uh, give us a little insight into your background, whether it be sports, whether it be um, individual competition. What's your driving factor and got you into fitness? Because you just didn't jump into that, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, so I uh, I grew up in um, I, I grew up in a uh, uh, family. I'm the middle child of seven kids, and uh, my so pe- you got yeah. beat up a lot. <laughs> well, uh, maybe a little bit, but uh, we. Uh, but being seven kids, uh, my my parents were really a very. Hey, every single one of the boys did Boy Scouts. I'm an Eagle Scout, and then we got to pick. We got to pick one other sport. So I grew up playing baseball. Loved baseball. Diehard awesome. St. Louis Cardinals fan. Uh, and we, um, I played baseball all the way up to high school. And I went to a pretty big high school. I think it was six fifty to seven hundred kids per graduating class, and. Right. I uh, kind of hit the burnout slash realization that I'm not going to be Albert Pujols, and uh, so I kind of um, decided that I uh, I decided that it was just time to for me to do something else. And I had a family friend that was really big into CrossFit, and so I got really into CrossFit and actually the competitive side of things. And I did a ton of uh, CrossFit and. Um, yeah, CrossFit competitions. I went to different local events and went through some of the regional stuff of the, uh, you know, competition wise. And then I, that's where I kind of got into coaching. And I really started coaching at a gym and really getting into the coaching stuff. And that pivoted to online coaching. And I actually had a company before the Trucking Fitness Company that did a one-on-one personalized coaching for uh, CrossFitters, weightlifters, and powerlifters. And that awesome. was that was kind of what sparked the um, you know business entrepreneurial side of things, but also the online and yeah, the power that's that yeah, thank you, and the power that online uh, businesses can have because it can reach anyone. Um, and that was kind of what I did for a year and a half during undergrad, and that kind of ended after last summer, or I guess two summer, yeah, no, last summer when I. Started the trucking fitness company after working with drivers on the rehab side of things. But I've always been really big into health and wellness, into fitness, into exercising. Now I do a little bit more lifting than any anything that gets my heart rate up. But uh, that's that's because of uh, I'm a little lazy. But it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, eat into those gains though, right, yeah. <laughs> Mark? So you want to keep that cardio down? Now, right now I'm on a bulking program, so it's like a it's a twelve week mass gaining. Program that me and a buddy are doing at my house. I got fortunate. My neighbor um, actually was a personal trainer. Her and her husband ended up deciding they were gonna sell their house. Our economy is booming for housing. I'm guessing as in other markets, and so they bought a fifth wheel, packed the kids up, said we're gonna go. But they had this full gym in the basement, and so I was helping to move some stuff and. They had a huge, I don't want to say estate sale, but yard sale where they sold everything, so essentially a estate sale, and they were selling all their gym equipment, and I said, hey, how much for all this, and I ended up getting a still of a deal. I think more than anything, she knew if it was going to get used, she was okay and knew me um, and gave it to me. So I built this whole gym, squat rack, bench, um, incline, decline has the preacher curl set up the leg extensions, everything else that you can do. So we just been hammering like this mass building program. And once we're, we got about a month left, then I'll probably trim into more high intensity and try to cut a ton of excess weight and fat and try to slim down. I got a Peloton and other stuff, but, um, I have not hit the Peloton as much as I need. So I'm not I'm not giving out that handle. <laughs> Gotta love that
1: cardio, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's so, awesome. It's just curls for days. Yeah. So, yeah. Well like you said, you know, <laughs> as long as
1: you're putting a brick down every day, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. We're putting yeah. bricks down. It'll be All good. All that
1: success for sure.
0: Yeah. Now I have to imagine, Mark, so One of the ways I'm guessing you kind of have evolved on your approach with partnering, and I love that term, and that's what we focus on is really a partnership with our clients, aka trucking companies or trucking industry professionals, um, be it warehousing, be it freight brokers, be it transportation companies, owner ops, fleets, you name it, um, is you're talking to them on a business owner level in terms of, hey, this is money back in your pocket, right? A healthier driving force equates to more profit, more runtime, less downtime, less crashes, less work comp claims, you know, quicker to get back on the road. If somebody does get hurt because they're starting from a much better standpoint physically, let's talk about that. Tell me your approach when you partner with them and talk to a business owner or fleet owner on what that does to their dollars.
2: Yeah, you know, I think that I think that to be a hundred percent honest with a lot of the conversations I've had with trucking companies have, you know, we bring it up, we mention it, and it kinda goes in one ear out the other, because a lot of the trucking companies are much more focused on, hey, retention and recruitment and getting the oh, drivers and showing the drivers and that has been our main stick and the you know the thing that excites the companies way more than hey, we're we're gonna decrease work comp. Um claims we're gonna decrease health insurance because when you when it comes to a wellness program, you know, trying to equate some of those cost savings, it, it gets a little bit of a theoretical conversation versus saying versus saying, hey, this is a completely free partnership for your company. It's a great benefit that you can add to your drivers. It not only will help drivers to you know be healthier, be happier behind the wheel. But it's going to also show the drivers that you're thinking about them outside of trucking. You're thinking about their lifestyle, their life after trucking and trying to give them solutions so that they can live a better quality of life out there on the road. And that's the retention side of things. And then I think that, you know, kind of going back to the company saying, hey, this is a void that we haven't been able to fill. It's because there's not a lot of trucking companies out there that offer any type of wellness exercise and nutrition aspect to their drivers. And so from a recruiting standpoint, this is a differentiator. This is a showing cu- trucking companies that not only are you showing truck drivers that you're trying to provide more benefits to them and also providing much uh, better benefits from a quality of life standpoint. And that's been the main—that's um, been the main selling points for the companies and the ones that they are most excited about. Because you know, I think that you know, one conversation I can think of right now that comes to the top of my mind was one company came to me and said, "Hey, we're really struggling and worried about a group of our drivers who have diabetes." And we want to show them that we care. We want to give them help because, you know, yes, if they can keep their diabetes under control, then it will save us, you know, health insurance costs. But we want them to stay behind the wheel and, you know, retire on their own terms and not have to, not have to, you know, medically retire. And I think that was something that, you know, inspired them to say, hey, okay, we're going to offer this program to our drivers. And I think the biggest thing... For us and the I guess conversation to the trucking companies is it's a much more it's it's much more of a conversation of, hey, how can we get as many of your drivers interested and excited about this program as possible because that is you know that's how the trucking companies win you know offering this program is uh, it's great right it's a great thing but if none of the drivers are involved then it doesn't really have the benefit right and right. so we when we work with trucking companies we kind of we personalize our approach and really try to fit our you know marketing or whatever however you want to put that um yeah. promotion of the of the service Into how they communicate with their drivers. So is that via email? Is that via text message? Is that through keep trucking app right on the ELD? You know, whatever that is, we're going to adapt and we're going to send the messaging out to the drivers so that it can just, it just feels part of the culture. And it feels that the company is already, you know, making this, trying to make health and wellness a part of their culture.
0: Man, that's an amazing answer. I could feel the passion in that too, and it truly mm-hmm. sells itself. And that's a much better answer than I could have given mm-hmm. on anything. <laughs> or guess. Well, I appreciate it, would, it. Guess what? It came out. So, uh, yeah, you should not do physical therapy and go straight to sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so
2: that is. Uh, I, I graduate in. Uh, <laughs> I graduate in December. I'm. Uh, I'm. I, Congratulations! Thank by you. the way, that's thank that's you. awesome. So Hell I'm yeah. right now uh, kind of doing the trucking thing on the side because I'm working on clinical rotations 40 hours yeah. a week in, uh, in uh, outpatient clinic right now in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. And uh, it's, it's been fun because I get off after a long day and I'm just pumped to go work on the trucking thing. And, yeah. you know, I'm really excited because I've seen this past year how much I've kind of grown the momentum and I really feel like I've grown a really big base. And when I graduate, I'm, I'm going to go full time on this. And I'm just really excited to see what happens and the momentum and how we can just keep building the momentum even more and more. Um, and yeah, I, I really, I, I think that uh, I don't, you guys aren't in the physical therapy field, obviously, but there's not a lot of entrepreneurial spirit in physical therapy. Right. Um, you look at like chiropractors, I was just having a conversation with one and I think the I think the statistic is like three out of four people who graduate from chiropractic school go and start their own clinic. That is an, it. It's got to be less than one percent of physical therapists that graduate. Wow. And there's there's just this like weird societal thing. And I'm the only you know I'm the only uh, person in You're my minority. class. I am, and, and I just yeah. love it. And I I think that uh, you know I love seeing how hey how can I you know push our mission because I'm very mission driven and push our mission to the most uh, percentage of the truck truck drivers and get in from different levels. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So you're going to get attachments to the trucks. They'll be kipping out there. And I imagine (laughs) they'll show up. They're all in tank tops and like Mm -hmm. your tribe is like out in the yard just getting it. <laughs> the, other driver, the other drivers, are probably like, yeah, no. Oh, I'm good on that, guys. <laughs> you, you never know, right? I, I think uh, it's I contagious, think... though. It really is. I think, yeah. it, And mm-hmm. the word will spread, Mark. Like you're probably finding out as truck drivers talk. I mean, who else do they talk to when they're at the truck stop? Other truck drivers, yep. other company guys, people within their own companies. Man, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna spread like wildfire, and I know it already is um I know like I saw it um I was introduced to you from Todd who you're on his podcast and I'm like man I got to talk to Mark because what he's doing is God's work for the truck driving industry I mean it's really amazing what you're doing I love it I think it's so badass
2: yeah and um I'm I'm really excited uh because I Similar to this, and I'm excited about. I really like the podcasting format, and I started a podcast called Merging Lanes, and uh, we are you know getting out, out, go follow that, listen to that, yeah, yeah, go go check out uh, Merging Lanes uh, podcast, and um, you know I've been really excited because I think that podcasting is this like secret hack that no one knows about because for some reason you can have a conversation with anyone you possibly want because you press record on it and you're going to put it on YouTube. So I think it's awesome that you guys are doing this, too, and, and getting out Thank there and, and networking and, and kind of getting your name out there, but also being able to have conversations with awesome people in the trucking industry.
0: And that's what it's about. And we're, we intentionally left for us anyway, like a self-serving interest of talking about insurance out of our podcast, you know. We'll tie it back in, like you had mentioned, work comp. I mean, there is benefits to people we are talking to that are bringing value to our clients, potential clients, but the industry as a whole, whether or not we work with them or not, I mean, I don't care. I'll help anybody. You know, I get a lot of conversation and consultation stuff that they might not be the right fit for our agency, um, but I'll still give them guidance and still help them. I'll still connect them with people that I can know that will help their company in all shapes, forms, and sizes. So I love it. That's awesome. What so, what episode is this? Is is this going to be episode three? We're coming on number two. Okay, number two. Yeah. So ninety percent
2: so, of podcasts quit before episode three. So when you record nah, episode we'll three, there, baby.
0: we're good. We've you guys got a are whole, a top
2: ten percent podcast we, right now. <laughs> woo, that's we that's a, what we're
0: we doing. <laughs> you're on next week, right? <laughs> yeah, we got you for the next four weeks in a row. <laughs> We've made it, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, we that's we all, made it. all we needed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm excited about some of the guests coming up and no doubt you will be as too, Mark. And yeah. uh, the beauty about podcasts and like you're talking about kind of a tribe or what you're creating as a community is likewise, we want to connect our guests with the other guests that i know that can help each other there right so we've got connections you had mentioned keep trucking we're going to be working with dat peterbilt kenworth i mean there's a bunch of different folks um we're also going to tap in more on the association side as well um, because they're there for the truckers so we want their voice heard and i think like you had mentioned podcast is such a great platform Um, to just spread the message get information out Um, especially if somebody's driving and they get recommended to listen to maybe an episode like this or something that they think could be of value Um, yeah
2: and uh, it's awesome my uh, my co-host is Mark Colson the president of the Alabama Trucking Association so if you ever are interested in that hit me up I I can definitely get him on the podcast yeah I
0: mean I and that would be great because we're not isolated to a region I mean we're actually from Washington to Florida when we're not in every state, but we've got connections. So if we end up talking to a potential client or we get a ton of referrals from, you know, maybe States that we don't work in, um, quite yet. We still have a lot of connections in the industry that we'll connect people with and point them in the right direction for sure. Mm-hmm. So Thomas, have you been thinking of a CB handle name for Mr. Mark or what? Well, something Eminem. coach related, man.
1: I mean, he, he's definitely wanted to help people get better. So I like the coach idea, but he also brings a lot of passion to this too. So I haven't figured it out yet, but I think uh, something around like passion coach or coach passion or something like that, just because <laughs> you're bringing a lot of energy, man. And you're really trying to take care of people. It's really awesome to see.
2: Oh, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Coach. 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 Uh, I coach.
0: mean, coach, I think. Yeah. It could be simple coding. enough, man. Thomas, what do you have to add in? What have you gained or what's a piece of information that you've it heard won't. Mark talk uh, about yeah, that yeah. we want to expand on?
1: I, I kind of want to ask a question because it really pointed or made my eyes kind of jump out of my skull a little bit when you mentioned the, the average lifespan, uh, detriment that the trucking industry. Yeah, that's a people. crazy stat. Uh, you said 16 years, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's mind boggling. Uh, and obviously, uh, cultural problems uh, with America and fast food and lack of, uh, positive health promotions, things like that uh, are something we have to combat to try to change that, but Uh, What do you think besides, you know, obviously the food and the constant sitting is contributing to that 16-year number? Because that that seems just crazy.
2: I don't even know how to say it.
0: Especially in our day and age. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think when you talk to the drivers, they've got a a lot of them say that that 55 age. And when you turn 55, people start getting a little scared as a truck driver. And and it sucks. And it it feels, um, you know, it's scary because, you know, they're putting their, you know, they're literally sacrificing years off their life to get my Frosted Mini Wheats to Walmart. Right. And so, you know, I think there's a couple of things that contribute. And I think, number one, the fact that they're driving on the highway every day you know, truck drivers as a whole are, they have 11 times more likely to die on the job than the average worker. And it's because they're driving, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, But also the contributing of cardiovascular, you know, heart attack at the truck stop, something like that, because unfortunately, that's not something that is um, uncommon. And, um, you know, I think that when I look at some of the statistics and I kind of look at it from my standpoint, you know, you've got – I think they did a study on 100,000 drivers and 70 to 90% of them have not exercised in the last six months. So I think – That's wild. Yeah. So that that's one of those reasons of, hey – let's, let's, let's give them the easiest entry point into exercise. And Mm. what I have found is that exercise has this weird holistic effect that all of a sudden when you exercise, eh, the grilled chicken looks a little bit better than the fried chicken, right? Or Hey, the extra hour of sleep sounds pretty good and trying to do and make your lifestyle a little bit healthier because you're exercising. It's kind of that spark. Um, that's called Sorry. a keystone habit, actually. Uh, keystone a of, habit, I like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a
1: couple of different things that you could do: uh, working out's one of them, readings one, uh, meditations one, where they precipitate other ha- habits to change to make those efforts more impactful in your daily life. So if you start exercising, you go, "Well, I can't have that burger because now the exercise is all wasted." So now I gotta start eating healthy, and then that just kind of builds momentum, and hopefully, will get us to be in a better spot in the future. Oh, um, I
2: love effect. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to steal Keystone. I'm going to yeah. steal that from you. Okay. Uh, I sold it so, on YouTube, so. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> hey, Mark, you had mentioned, and I maybe you know this stat, and I was I meant to look it up, but once you hit 55, you said folks start getting worried. But what's the average age of truck driver right now? It's I have to imagine it's pushing that number. So
2: I think 54 is the average age for the truck driver. And the I think, oh gosh, this, don't quote me on this. But no, it's, no, no, early, it's early 40s is the average age coming into trucking. The average person coming into trucking wow. is 40-something or early yeah. 40s. So that is kind of one of those pushes is that number has got to be, you know, we've got to get more – Early twenties, mid twenties. You know, there's a great association that you guys should actually have on the podcast called Next Generation of Trucking Association, and yeah, and they are they are setting up high school um, CDL classes and getting people in high schools set up. And so, I think there needs to be more things that drives younger people into it. And I think that kind of comes back to the identity. Of a truck driver, and I also think it kind of comes back to how um, trucking as a career is uh, thought of in our culture, and I think it needs to be shifted to, hey, you love traveling, you love waking up every single day, you get to you get to make really good money, wake up every single day in a new place and explore, you know, the world, and and I think that's the message versus saying you get to be obese, (laughs) smell weird, and You know, be pushed around by your trucking company. and They get to see such
0: amazing places around our beautiful country. And I have a lot of clients that um, embrace that, that have drones, actually. So when they stop, they'll pop up the drone and they'll start checking out the landscape, checking out the loading, the unloading, whether it's farm or warehouse, Um, driving down the freeway on the side. You know, they get these cool... Um, shots of video and pictures and stuff and like just amazing scenery. And so you can tell, you know, if you follow them on Facebook, a lot of these, uh, my clients will friend me um, or follow on LinkedIn or or whatever. And you could tell that they're just passionate. And that's one of the things they, I would say, a perk and a benefit of that job is, yeah. really is. That's, that's awesome. Um, what would you say... Probably mindset's a big deal I'm guessing is when you're starting to work with uh new potential folks that want to start their fitness journey or career or like you talked about there's you know ninety percent or whatever haven't worked out in the last six months what are some baby steps like what are some things what's a piece of advice you would give to the truck driver let's talk to the truck driver for a minute on just taking little little steps, little victories, little things to get you there. You don't have to like you said, you don't have to jump in and start doing pull-ups and all these crazy things. You can just take baby steps and just little positive changes. So what's something that you recommend like let's bring some value to them?
2: Yeah, don't do don't change anything other than 5 minutes a day move. Exercise, start there. I'm telling you you don't have to don't try to change what you're eating, don't try to change what you're you know, I don't even, don't, don't even start with trying to change what you're smoking, what whatever it is, you know, right? You don't have yeah. to make all of these changes at once. Start moving. Start exercising. Get blood flowing. Get the, you know, hormones in your body rolling and feeling good about, hey, I'm doing, I'm getting a little sweat going. I'm moving a little bit. Move for five minutes. If that's following one of our ex- workouts or doing the exercise of the day, awesome. If that's doing going on a walk or riding the bike or doing your own workout thing. I, I I don't, at the end of the day, I don't really care. I care that you're doing something, right? Yep. And I think that that is what I would say you need to start doing. And my suggestion would be to look in the morning at your day and pinpoint if it's during your break, if it's during, hey, you know, you're going to have a little layover when you get to the, um, when you get to your client or the company that you're driving to wherever it is mark it in your calendar so you get a notification hey do some movement and and just set a timer and start with five minutes because i i'm telling you the five minutes will grow into seven it'll grow into ten and then all of a sudden you'll be at mcdonald's and you'll be like oh okay hey well let me see what the healthier option here is or you know that last year
0: let's stop that plug what would you order like what if you're Ooh. like at McDonald's because okay. we all know the truck stops don't have great options, or you're not going to see the great option because you're used to the bagged and the processed shit and all this garbage that they're going to order. Or McDonald's, what do you order, Mark?
2: Yeah, so I would probably start with this. Let's say my normal my normal order is a a, a double cheeseburger, large fries, and a large Coke. Let's say what that's our normal order. My one, yeah, my one percent <laughs> change. My one percent change would either be this: would be shifting to a diet Coke okay. or to a smaller Coke, shifting to a small fry, or just ch- keeping the other two and switching to like a grilled chicken sandwich. Just make one Perfect. shift. Perfect. It doesn't need to be all or nothing, right? It 1, just needs one be, percent better exactly, every day, right? Yep. I love that mantra. Um, So I would
0: order the Royale with cheese. Uh, Okay, (laughs) the Royale. Royale. I I think the (laughs) artisan. There's like an artisan (laughs) grilled chicken. I
2: think is what it's called. I think that's really good. You know, I've heard I've heard a lot of drivers say the salads at fast food restaurants aren't great. um, And I don't think you have to eat a salad to um, to eat healthy. I've heard a lot of good things about Wendy's. Wendy's has good salads, apparently. so we've got different we've got different restaurant guides that have been built out from, you know, our actual dietitian that works on our team, but Love also it. but also um, from requests from truck drivers. And they say, "Hey, I ate this, I loved this." Okay, yeah. hey, let's look at the nutritional value. Hey, this looks really good. Let's put it on our nutrition, you know, let's put it on our refuel guide. So you That's
0: take the thinking process out, which is great for the driver cuz the easy part's listening to someone and say, you know, listening to coach here. Um, Hey, do this for five minutes, do this for 10 minutes, do this for 15. That's the easy part. Like working out's easy. Um, You got to get moving and get the mindset ready to do that. The hard part, in my opinion, um, is the eating. It's the discipline and the habit of maintaining positive choices all day, not getting sauce, getting a diet, getting the small cutting out something and that's the part where i think you'll make major change on people and they'll see the results actually you know yeah so
2: yeah i like to use them i like to use and i stole this i can't remember the uh, guy in the fitness industry uh who i stole this from on twitter but he talked about not grazing right not just when you're trying to lose weight stop Snacking and stuff like that. And, you know, I think with trucking, a lot of people snack to stay awake while driving. So if that's your, if that's what keeps you and awake, and it's, yeah, you know, and I'm not it's totally against, uh, yeah, and I'm not totally against snacking. What I'm against is the environment that you set yourself up. So if you've got a whole bag of Twizzlers and a whole bag of Doritos in your front Twizzlers.
0: seat. Twizzlers. Right? <laughs> I've heard that, Twizzlers forever. <laughs> Red bag, the way to go. Just say okay. There you go.
2: (laughs) So I think that's that's the wrong environment for you to be successful. Now, if you want Doritos and you set out one serving size in the front seat along with some apples and maybe a string cheese, snack away, man. Snack away. Right. That's a great snack and that will keep you energized and also keep your mind, you know, going while you're driving. Versus, you know, lighting up another cigarette, like unfortunately a lot of drivers do to stay awake.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know how trucking companies wouldn't want to partner with you. I mean, this is such a huge added benefit to their driving force or you had kind of hit the nail on the head with the retention tool because that with unemployment and the, the, I think we're, we're kind of tapering off on all the added benefits for unemployment and stuff like that. And actually, I just read an article. I want to say the ATA just put out that last month we had a huge lift in new employee hires for warehousing, construction, and trucking, which is great news. And I think a lot of that comes from the benefits have all kind of been cut off in a lot of states for the unemployment side. So keeping drivers, less turnover, it's more profitable, they keep their trucks moving, they have less downtime. Um, A healthy driver is able to get out and have more energy to do their pre-trip inspections, which will you know, keep them from getting dinged out of service, which is money out of the owner's pocket. Mm -hmm. You know, the load didn't get there in a timely matter. They can't deliver as many loads. I mean, there's this whole chain, um, chain effect that comes with, I I feel like an unhealthy driver that you're going to combat there and just add such a value there. So let's, uh, well and Ryan last episode had posed a really good question. Mm -hmm. Um, Thomas, do you want to ask that?
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, it's kind of like what piece of advice, what life lesson that you live by would you want to to tell everybody to kind of impart a piece of your wisdom to the world? What would it be? And it doesn't have to be related to you know, the exercise stuff, the trucking stuff. It could be anything at all. Uh, what would be your
2: message? All right, so welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> right? no, uh, so I would say I I literally, um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint or from just starting in this industry, not knowing anyone, is uh, action's gonna go a lot further than sitting there trying to write up the perfect plan. Um, you know, I think that there's a spectrum of just putting blinders on and driving your head into a brick wall, taking action and not getting anywhere. But then there's the, on the other end a, Sitting there writing every little detail and every little thing and then two months, six months, two years has gone by and you still don't have that perfect plan to implement it. And the the thing is there's never going to be a perfect plan and there's going to be so many pivots or along the way and changes you're going to have to make that you would never be able to see if you're not in it. And that has always been something that I, I feel like I am very uh, – proactive with taking action and I will just just make it happen and go and and do it versus sitting back and having every little plan detailed out so you know for anyone who is trying to start something who if it's their exercise or their nutrition or even a business like just getting started uh, you will see all of the other details will come together it it will Um, and you don't need to have this perfect plan. Like you it. heard
0: it You heard it from Coach. Get off your ass. Right. Here you go. Let's Get go. Yes. Let's go. Oh, I didn't know uh, we were allowed to curse on this. Okay. Okay. Man, cool. we're talking to truckers. Okay. This is a super PG podcast. Right. Good. Yeah, we, uh, we we're good no, <laughs> and, and we're good with it. No, I love that. I think, um, yeah, uh, anal- or paralysis by analysis, right? They're going to sit there and analyze, mm. perfect, fine-tune, wait for the perfect moment, <laughs> which – it's not going to come. Never it exists. never does. Yeah. So, no, if you get motivated on the couch watching the Olympics as they're smoking and drinking a beer, but then yeah. they get up to go do it, no, nah, that's hard. So, you know, you got to find a reason to motivate. Find a, uh, you know, I'm a big proponent too, Mark, of why, right? So, what is their reason? Why? Why is a the reason they should move? Why is a the reason they should quit smoking? Um, do they have kids? Do they have a family? Do they want to retire? Do they want to travel? Do they want, you know, whatever that reason is, tap into that. Remember that first thing in the morning, wake up, be grateful, you know, be thankful for what you have, your health, your fitness, your job, these roads, the ability to work in an environment where a lot of folks lost their job, provide for your family, have a roof over their head and use that as motivation and then start your day and get going, right? That'll help that mindset. I feel like
2: That's uh, funny you say that because when they sign up for our program or we get them in, one of the, I think it's week two, we have a whole lesson on what's your why. And the whole goal is let's dig deeper than, hey, I want to lose five pounds. It's what's the reason behind that. And then let's write it on a sticky note. Let's write it in your phone where you're going to see it every day or very consistently and keep remembering that when times get tough. I completely agree. I put
0: it as my uh, background on my computer screen. You can't see it, but I look at it every day when it pops up. I got a picture of my family, my goals, my banner goals, and like rocks that I need to get completed every day, every week, every month, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Well, we're going to come towards an end here, Mark. How do the listeners get a hold of you? What's the best way to take action? Because coach said, let's fucking move. Um, how do we get them in touch with you? What do we yeah. Do?
2: So if you're a driver or a company, uh, Google, go on any social media, the Trucking Fitness Company. You can find us right there. If you're a driver, sign up right on our website. If you're a company, you can find me on LinkedIn. Send me a DM. Let's set up a call, talk about, hey, what's a little bit more specifics about your company see if it's a good fit for us and see if it's a good partnership and you know we'll start implementing and help your drivers or you can email me at mark at truckinfit.com so t-r-u-c-k-i-n-f-i-t.com or right there on our website we've got a tab that says trucking companies you click on that and then it'll lay out everything and give into more details about our program too Um, But I'm really big on LinkedIn. I really try and I really enjoy the entrepreneurial business side of things. So, you know, worst case scenario, connect with me and just, uh, you know, start some conversations on my post.
0: I love it. Awesome. Any parting wisdom, Thomas? No, uh, other than take his advice and get moving.
1: I think that's something we all need to do. Um, I mean, it's been a great talk with you, man. Thank you for all the information.
0: Yeah. I'm actually headed I'm headed from here to go work out so yeah. nice on it's uh what is it nine o'clock so I postponed my workout to come talk to Mark so well there you but go I'll still get it in <laughs>
2: good We're still hey, gonna it was, go. thank you so much for having me on uh, It was great meeting uh, you Thomas Man, and thank, you, thank you, Mark. you for coming I, on
0: I was super pumped to have you on this podcast I think uh, the value you bring to the industry is is so awesome so yeah, it's contagious unique. I love it So, awesome. Well, this has been a podcast by Get a Load of This. Hopefully, you found a lot of nuggets in there. Great value. Bring it to your drivers and uh, help that retention, which in turn helps you make more money. So, thank you, guys. We're out. See ya.